The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Good evening, everyone. We are calling to order the City Council Special Meeting. Um, do we necessarily need to have a roll call? I guess we do because we're going to be taking a motion tonight. So, roll call, please. And please don't forget that you need to um, state the city and the county that you are in. State the city, county, and state. Roll call. Mayor Garrett. Here in Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Present here in uh, uh, Harbor Springs, Michigan, Emmett County. Councilmember Ferguson. Present, Oakland County, Michigan, Lathrop Village. Councilmember Council Member Siddiqui. Here, Lathrop Village, Michigan, Oakland County. And Councilmember Stallings. Madam Mayor, you have a quorum. Very much. Um, seeing that this is a official uh, special meeting, are we going to be doing, doing a excused absence motion? For mm -hmm. Councilman Stalling, I'm sorry. I'll make a motion to excuse Councilwoman Stallings. Have we heard from her? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, thank you. Second. It's been moved in a second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion to excuse Councilmember Stallings. Approved. Thank you. Um, first up on the discussion. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'd, I'd like to make a motion to amend the agenda. We actually need a motion to approve the agenda and then ask yeah. if there's any amendments. Yeah. So I'm just going by, just to let everyone know to know that I do know how to run the meetings is that I'm just going by the document that is right in front of me that was prepared for me for the meeting today. So um, can we have a motion to approve the agenda? Make a motion to approve the agenda. Thank you. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none. Uh, well, the motion should have been to approve the agenda with the added item yeah. D. Okay. Yeah, I thought you confused me, Scott. I thought you wanted us to do it separately. Yeah, so I'm, I'll make a motion to approve the agenda, uh, adding uh, item D, which would be the uh, to approve the engagement letters for the bond advisor. Second. It's been moved and second. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. And Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. Um, going forward, what was on the discussion items for A is a presentation from the Michigan Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission. Julianne, is it Pastula? General Counsel? 
Yes, thank you so much, Mayor Garrett. May I share my screen? Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, maybe not. I told you I'm not the controller of the screen though. <laughs> I, I I had confidence that everything was going to be taken care of immediately. We can we can we can see it. Perfect. Thank you, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Good evening. My name is Julianne Pastula. I serve as general counsel for the Michigan Independent Citizens Redistricting Commission, also known as the MICRC. I reside in Wayne County, Michigan, so it's thrilling to be participating in an Oakland County meeting tonight. I'd like to recognize and thank Mayor Garrett, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor, Council Members Ferguson and Siddiqui, as well as the guests for this opportunity to provide public comments to the MI, to the about the MICRC, excuse me. Thank you also to Dr. Mitchell for coordinating the presentation. Let's get started. In 2018, Michigan voters passed Proposal 2, which took the responsibility for redistricting Michigan from the legislative commissions to a independent citizens commission, which is comprised of 13 Michiganders, four Democrats, four Republicans, and five independents. The MICRC is now responsible under the Michigan Constitution for redistricting the congressional seats, Michigan House, and the Michigan Senate districts. To ensure fair, free, and impartial maps, oh, excuse me, the MICRC is required <laughs> to solicit public input before drawing any redistricting plans for the Michigan House, Senate, or congressional districts. The, this requires a minimum of 10 public hearings to be held across the state. And the commission to date has been um, discussing these public hearing dates and locations, and they are in fact looking at holding in excess of 10 public hearings, which is exciting. The purpose for the public hearings per the Michigan Constitution is threefold. It's to inform the public about the redistricting process, to share the purpose and responsibilities of the commission. Again, it's a significant shift from how this was done in the past in the state of Michigan, and also to solicit information from the public about potential redistricting plans. In conclusion, I would like to state that the commission and staff welcome all ideas as well as the ideas of your residents to increase awareness and engagement on the redistricting process. You can send comments to redistricting at michigan.gov or mail them to the MICRC at PO Box 30318, Lansing, Michigan 48909. You can share public comments at our weekly meetings on Thursday or come and speak during one of our upcoming public hearings. That schedule will be posted on our website, hopefully within the next week or so after the commission adopts that schedule. To learn more information about the MICRC or the upcoming public hearings, please visit www.michigan.gov forward slash MICRC. Thank you again for this opportunity to speak to the residents of Lathrop Village. Thank you very much. And I apologize for my guest all day, nothing. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Does anyone have any questions? Uh, I'll ask one question. Um, one thing I've been curious about ever since this, the, the redistricting was was proposed way back when, um, you know, it's the, the commission is made up of four Democrats, four Republicans, five independents. Uh, I'm just curious, how, how do you 
how do you verify like for the, 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 the committee members? How, how, how is that verified that somebody who says they're a Democrat is actually Democrat, independent is actually an independent? That's an excellent question, uh, Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. So that process was facilitated by the Michigan Department of State. The Secretary of State's office is responsible for uh, receiving the applications and doing that process. So it's it's an affiliation with a, 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 a political party or as an independent. So it it is um, it is a self-reporting on the on the affidavit and the application is how that that came through. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Does anyone else have any questions? I have a quick question. So, Julianne, does, does the commission now have the full go ahead to do this? Because I, I know there were some challenges before, but has that all been resolved? So there were, thank you, Councilmember Siddiqui, that's an excellent question as well. So there were challenges to not only the composition, but again, going towards the political affiliation, whether that was an appropriate um, uh, filter and those those the courts have upheld that it can go forward uh, and that there that it wasn't a restriction on on those political the political exercise. So there's a there's a Sixth Circuit uh, case that's that's pending, but but we're 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 operating, we're moving forward. They're meeting once weekly so far, and we'll have I believe 18 proposed public hearings. Great, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, anyone else? I'm trying to see if there was any questions from the audience, maybe? Nope? Okay. Well, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate all the information that you um, provided to us. Well, I appreciate all of your time. I know you have a busy agenda, so I'll, I'll say good evening and thank you again. Thank you, appreciate it. Next, we have the resolution authorizing 2021 unlimited tax general obligation bonds at $5.85 million streets. Who is presenting that? Well, Mayor and Council members, um, I do believe that the bond um, advisor as well as the bond attorney are present and the first resolution is relative to the unlimited tax obligation, general obligation bonds for the 5.85 million for the street projects. Mayor, I think you need to, this is Bobby Banzunski, I think you need to allow Pat McGowan and Stephen Haydock into the meeting. Stephen Haydock is in. Um, yeah, we're here. Yeah, Okay, there. all right, Pat. Okay, sorry, my mistake. We might be on a different screen. <laughs> okay. Um, who's presenting? Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. So uh, just to reintroduce myself, I'm Pat McGow. I'm uh, the attorney at Miller Canfield that worked with the uh, city over the last year or so to put this uh, proposal together. As you know, the uh, city council approved a ballot proposal that went to the voters in the November election. Uh, the voters approved the ballot proposal to authorize the issuance of bonds uh, for various uh, street projects uh, in the city. And that authorization then brings us to the next step, uh, which is for this city council to now actually authorize the issuance of the bonds, which will be issued in the amount approved by the voters, which is $5,845,000. 
and then the bonds would be sold uh, at a competitive sale, and then the proceeds would be available to pay for the construction projects. So uh, I've also got, a, actually, I think he was there a second ago. There he is, Sean Rucker, my uh, colleague who worked with me on the uh, resolutions. Uh, we prepared the resolutions based upon the specifications uh, prepared by your financial advisor, Bobby Benzinski and Stephen Hayduck, who are also on the call. Um, just briefly, what this resolution does, this is the only action item required by the city council left to authorize the issuance and sale of the bonds. It authorizes the bonds to be issued in the full amount uh, and then proceed with a competitive sale. So we'll take bids for the sale of the bonds and then uh, award to the lowest bidder based upon the true interest cost. Uh, so this resolution essentially authorizes the city to take the remaining steps to sell the bonds and then it delegates the authority uh, to various city officials to take actions related to the bonds. So uh, once issued, the mayor and clerk are authorized to sign it and the city administrator and the city treasurer uh, are also authorized to award the bonds at the sale to the lowest bidder. So this is the uh, last action item related to the authorization. And then if approved, it will allow us to move forward with the next steps uh, which would be to actually uh, prepare the necessary documents to authorize the sale of the bonds. So I'd be happy to answer any questions about the resolution itself. And then uh, the financial advisors are here to talk about the uh, uh, anything related to the numbers or the process for the sale of the bonds. Thank you. I appreciate that, Mr. McGowan. Not Gowan, McGowan, sorry. <laughs> Does anyone have any questions? None. Okay. Will anyone be taking a? I'm sorry, I totally lost my screen. The, uh, I move to adopt the resolution authorizing 2021 unlimited tax general obligation bonds for an amount not to exceed five million eight hundred forty-five thousand dollars for street improvements. I'll second that. It's been moved and seconded. Is there any discussion? Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Councilmember Ferguson? Yes. Mayor Garrett? Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. And Councilmember Siddiqui? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you very much. Next, we have the resolution authorizing 2020. I'm sorry, I'm doing it again. Resolution authorizing 2021 capital improvement bonds, unlimited tax general obligation at $5.38 million for water and sewer. I'll just uh, go ahead on that one. So, this is the other bond issue that we talked about uh, the road bonds we just uh, addressed, which were the ones approved by the voters. This is the other bond issue that we started talking about at the end of last year. The city council adopted a notice of intent resolution a couple months ago uh, to authorize the bonds for various improvements. Uh, and that's in that list of things. So it's water supply system improvements with replacement mains, water meters, gate valves, hydrants, and uh, service lines. Uh, also some sewer improvements, including tank improvements, force mains, lateral sewers, and then some of the sidewalk ditch and drainage improvements that would not be covered by the street bond proposal that uh, we just talked about a few moments ago. Uh, this bond issue is authorized to be issued without a vote of the people and it pledges the uh, limited tax of the city 
which means that the city can use other available revenues in order to pay the debt service. So the prior bond issue was authorized and is paid from the debt millage. This one's going to be paid from a combination of other sources, including water and sewer revenues. Uh, there was a notice of intent that was published in the newspaper in early January. Uh, the uh, resolution, uh, the notice of intent indicated that bonds could be issued without a vote unless a petition was signed by not less than 10% of the registered voters and filed within 45 days. Uh, there were uh, some petitions that were circulated and some signatures that were submitted to the city clerk's office at the beginning of last week, uh, but there were not sufficient signatures to uh, satisfy the 10% threshold. And also after reviewing the petition forms, the petition forms did not meet the requirements under Michigan law to be a valid petition. So uh, those uh, referendum petitions um, were uh, not valid and the city can move forward with the sale of the bonds uh, for this purpose. Um, this bond is on a similar timetable in the sense that uh, the bond resolution authorizes the bonds to be issued and sold at a competitive sale. It could be sold on the same day as the road bond project, although they're two different bond sales. And like that, when this resolution authorizes various city officials to take all the necessary actions related to the sale of the bonds, which includes mayor and clerk signing various documents and the city administrator and the city treasurer, assistant city administrator uh, being authorized to award the sale of the bonds to the low bidder. Um, so this uh, action item uh, would be the last action by the city council related to the bond issue itself. Um, and then we would then be authorized to proceed with the necessary steps to, to obtain ratings and uh, official statements and everything else that needs to happen in order for the bonds to be sold uh, in the next uh, couple months. So with that, I'll stop talking and answer any questions that people may have about uh, this resolution or the capital improvement fund. Thank you. Does anyone have any questions or concerns? Mm -hmm. Okay, hearing none, is anyone gonna make a uh, motion for the resolution? Yeah, I'll make a motion uh, to adopt the resolution authorizing the 2021 capital improvement bonds, uh, which are unlimited tax general obligation bonds in an amount not to exceed $5.38 million for water uh, and sewer and public infrastructure related projects. Second. Second, is there any discussion? Yeah, just, just wanna reiterate uh, that we did get the, um, the, uh, the the residents did did uh, exercise their right of referendum, and we will receive at the at a subsequent council meeting. We'll officially receive the uh, petitions. Uh, at, uh, uh, that that'll happen. I think at, the, at our March fifteenth meeting. Uh, Patrick, you mentioned that the petitions weren't valid. Is there is there uh, like why weren't they valid? Or were they all not valid, or were just some not valid? Sure. So. Um, that, that's a good question. So there's two things that need to happen uh, in order for the petition to be a valid referendum petition. First, there needs to be a necessary number of signatures of registered voters. And the threshold requirement in the law is that the petitions have to be signed by at least 10% of the registered voters of the city. So according to the city clerk's records, uh, there were 3,918 registered voters in the November election. So 10% of that number would be requiring 392 signatures. So what was submitted were a bunch of different petition forms that were signed uh, and the total, even if they were all valid, uh, only added up to about 202 signatures. So 
uh, right there, they didn't meet the threshold number. The other thing is that the petition form has to meet the requirements of Michigan law. And if you think about referendum petitions, there's a lot of issues with you know, state ballot questions. The forms are very, very regulated by state law. They're required to have certain language, be on a certain size. There's disclaimers and warnings. Uh, there's things about the circulator signature and the timing of them signing it. There needs to be warnings for the people who sign it. Um, and there's a, a long list of things in the Michigan statutes that, and there are forms of petitions that are available. What was submitted was a very simple petition form um, that had blanks for signatures and it had a, two lines at the top and then somebody signed it circulating it. But it didn't meet most of those requirements under Michigan law for the form to be a valid form. And if you think about you know, how many times you hear during the state questions, just the tiniest little detail like the font size not being right is the kind of thing that the courts throw these things out of. Well, there's like six main requirements and you know, really none of the six really important ones were on this particular form. So, so the petitions aren't sufficient because first there weren't enough signatures, but second, the form itself did not satisfy the requirements of Michigan law. And we have uh, consulted with the city staff on this as this was going, and we prepared an opinion that sort of identifies that, and it'll all be laid out and, and filed with the clerk's office. So the people that did sign understand why, but also there weren't enough signatures. So that's the, uh, the crux of it. There were uh, two reasons why that was not sufficient. Thank you. So we do have a, um, a question. Um, Will the community have to pay anything based on the water bond? Or the, the capital improvement, the water and sewer? I, um, I, I'm there, not sure I understand the question. No, the I, I, the, I'm they may no. be asking, I'm oh, sorry, they may be asking if uh, <laughs> Zoom, <laughs> um, they may be asking if, uh, if, if it's going to be paid for through the water bill, maybe, which, which it is. But it's hard to understand what they're asking. Oh, wait, there's something else coming in. It says oh, the, in the newsletter that'll be about ten dollars. Yeah, so they are they're asking about the water bill. Yeah. Is there any other? Um, go ahead, Patrick. You know, you know, Mayor. Let me just clarify that on the two bond issues on that. So the, the bonds that were approved for the road project uh, that were approved by the voters that allows the city to levy a tax and put it on the tax bill in an amount necessary to pay the debt service. So that will be paid directly from a property tax that's gonna be added to the tax bills this July to pay for the, the road bonds. This other bond issue, which is for the water, sewer, and a bunch of projects, the city is not allowed to raise taxes at a rate higher than what it's already allowed to, allowed to levy in order to pay those bonds. So the money to pay back those bonds has to come from other sources. It's not come from a special tax that's gonna be added. It's gonna come from uh, the water bill and sewer bill for the water projects, or it's gonna come from some other sources that the city has uh, for some of those other projects, like for the roads and the ditches and things like that. Things of monies that are available to the city to pay that. But I think most of it is going to be because it's water and sewer related, is gonna come from money that's coming uh, from customers of the water and sewer system uh, that will be uh, generated from water bills. So that's how those two bonds are different uh, in terms of the repayment. Thank you. Any other questions or concerns? I shouldn't say concerns, statements. Okay, hearing none, roll call please. 
Roll call, Mayor Garrett. Yes. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor. Yes. Council Member Siddiqui. Yes. Council Member Ferguson. Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. And then we have a mayor. Before you go on, um, and I don't know if it'll be the bond council or the um, advisor. How many signed copies originals do you need of these resolutions? If I can get three, that would be great. Okay, thank you. Yeah, and, and before we move on, also I, I'd like to thank uh, Patrick, Stephen, uh, Sean, who I'm meeting tonight, and and uh, Bobby. Um, you know, for all of their help over the last year. Um, they've been instrumental in helping us figure out what to do and how to do it and making sure that we dotted all the I's and crossed the T's uh, and the lowercase J's. Um, but it, you guys were really helpful and, and we really appreciate all the all the work, time and effort you guys, guys put into assisting us. Well, thank you. We enjoy working with you. Yeah, I That's echo good. that. Thank you yep. so much. Yep. Thanks, really appreciate it. You guys did a great job. Thank you. Um, so we're gonna move to discussion item D, which is to add the agenda motion to also approve the engagement letters for the bond advisor. Mayor and council, so this is the letter of engagement for the um, Vincinski and company relative to the advising on the two bonds. Um, there's one for the, the general obligation bonds relative to the streets and the other is for the capital improvement bonds relative to the water and sewer projects. Thank you. So I'll make a motion to approve the uh, engagement letters for the bond advisors. Second. <laughs> Move and second for any discussion or questions. Hearing none, roll call, please. Roll call. Mayor Pro Tem Cantor? Yes. Council Member Siddiqui? Yes. Council Member Ferguson? Yes. And Mayor Garrett? Yes. Motion carried. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, now we've come to the portion. Uh, well, thank everyone. I will say thank you to everyone else that has joined us today. I kind of say, hold on for just a second, don't drop too fast because I'm going to our favorite part, which would be um, opening up to mayor and council um, comments. I personally don't have anything at this time to say. So council, uh, councilman, do you all have anything that you would? No, not right now, thanks. Um, I'll just say one thing. You know, I always have to say something, Kelly, right? Um, I just want to reiterate, and I think this is going to be a, 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 a something I'm going to say at every meeting, just remind residents that if you have questions, you have concerns, you can reach out to any one of us. You can reach out to the city administration. I mean, just, just since last week, um, you know, again, you know, reading some of the stuff online, there's just so much misinformation that's going out there and people are getting so angry with one another um, over things that just aren't true. And, and a lot of this could be avoided if, if people would just, you know, come to meetings, come to council meetings, come to study sessions, talk to your city council people. We're all available by email, by phone, by text. Um, and it will avoid a lot of frustration for people um, and save them a lot of time. Um, so again, we just encourage you come to us if you have questions, please. And just or concerns. 
and just to piggyback off of that and um it's it's real hard but then it's in my nature um we <laughs> cannot respond to um facebook uh, questions concerns on the villager um and i have to echo what um bruce is saying because there is tons of information that is um incorrect um and i'm gonna leave it at that i'm just gonna learn how to stop okay so um, <laughs> i'm going to move to um public comment i see that we do have some attendees tonight is there anyone that would like to um speak if you do um either type it in the chat um or the q a or raise your hand Is there anyone that would like to speak? I'm just trying to wait for you to yeah. look for the raise your hand. If you throw your cursor over the bottom of the Zoom, you can raise your hand there, do the Q&A, and open the chat also. anybody okay well then i will call for adjournment this is um shocking i just okay <laughs> make a motion to adjourn the meeting second thank you all for joining us then great night i'm in pure shock right now but um <laughs> i will keep it i'm gonna leave okay you all have a good night everybody thank you everybody bye bye take care